episode 50 of the Bowery Capital Startup Sales Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bowery Capital Startup Sales Podcast. I am on today with Matteo Ascaripour. He's the Director of Sales Development at Grovo. We're going to talk today about the Monday meeting, purpose, power, and the possibilities. Matteo, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Mike. Happy to be here. So what's your background? Tell us a little bit more about you and, and how you came to Grovo. Yeah, so um, my background, uh, I've been at Grovo for around three and a half years now. Um, before that, I uh, was actually in Central Asia with the U.S. State Department learning Persian. Cool. Um, yeah, via this uh, critical language scholarship. Pretty cool. Super intensive program um, teaching Americans languages that aren't primarily learned um, in America. Right. Amazing. So not Italian, Spanish um, or anything like that. More so your Azerbaijani, your Persian, your Pashto, things like that. Um, so I was doing that for a bit and then came back to the States and uh, started looking for jobs, applied to a lot of different places. And after rejecting a handful of offers and also receiving some rejection, uh, I stumbled upon Grovo. Um, and I, w- I went to Grovo and I applied to be a content writer, uh, made it through the first interview, came back for the second one. And they said, hey, man, we already gave this job away to two people. <laughs> They're just super confident. They got the job, but we'd like you to intern here. And I said, whoa, intern? Um, I graduated magna cum laude from NYU. <laughs> I, I was just with the State Department, you know, in Tajikistan. Um, I have a pretty stacked resume. You want me to intern? They said yes. And as of now, we're not offering any paid internships. So I said, whoa. <laughs> and something inside me, even though a lot of friends and family said don't do it, something inside me said do it. Do take, it. take this leap of faith. Um, and I, I think it's because I felt uh, the sincerity of the people who I'm in, whom I interacted with. Um, as well as just the overall mission of the organization. Sure. Um, and now I've been at Grovo for three and a half years, uh, made it out of that intern phase, yep. um, started doing social media and running an ambassador program. And then when we created a sales team um, uh, in 2013, um, August to be exact, um, the CEO, Jeff Fernandez, and I started it. And, That's and great. Here we, here we are. Yeah. Amazing. Well, so how, and when you joined, how big was the, maybe give the listeners a little bit of background on Grovo and sure, the, sure. So 
Grovo is a next generation learning solution built for today's workforce. Um, when I first started three and a half years ago, there were only 20 people. Wow. <laughs> and uh, by the time we started the sales team, there were probably around 35. Yep. Um, now today, um, in that you know time span, we've grown to over 230 employees. Sure. Um, we're over there at 3 Park Avenue at 34th and Park. Um, you may have read that we plan to move to um, a new building um, on 23rd between 5th and 6th, 70,000 square foot. Um, so we're growing and things are going well. That's great. And uh, I mean, when you first uh, started there, what were you, you were work always working on um, sales development stuff or what? No, no. So I um, was interning for around five, five months, five to six months to be exact. And I was working more or less as a community manager. I was in interfacing with our community, um, working, you know, on growth initiatives, running all social media um, platforms and social media outreach programs. Um, and then it was eight months after that that we started a sales team in the summer of 2013. And Jeff tapped me and said, hey, you are articulate, you're positive, people seem to like you and your energy, <laughs> pick up a phone. And I said, so well, yeah. okay, actually, like you were an AE basically. Well, in the beginning, so I was the, the first person to start the sales team. Yeah, with that's Jeff great. Yes. Um, we were going to meetings together. I was learning firsthand um, from Jeff himself, and it was the best training that anyone could have ever received, um, I believe. Obviously, I'm biased because it, sure, yeah, it was yeah. my own training via Jeff, and you know, he's a great, um, great person overall. Um, and it was, it was hard. It was intensive, but I wouldn't definitely not be the person I am today if I hadn't gone through that, and I wouldn't be where I am today if uh, Jeff hadn't taken a leap of faith. And me. what and and today, can you if you can comment how big the sales group today is it? Yeah, so there's over 90 individuals now <laughs> within the sales org. Um, I manage around 30 sales development representatives, both inbound and outbound. Um, we have managers that that have teams of anywhere between five and you know six. Um, and and you know we're, we're continuing to grow as well. So it went from essentially me to now a team of over ninety. Um, crazy. And we we've have achieved tremendous goals. That's great. Um, and are just super disciplined and all on the all all on the same wavelength in terms of what we're looking to achieve and the impact that we're looking to have in the world. Excellent. All right, let's jump into the topic of discussion. Let's do it. This comes up pretty much with every SaaS company under the sun. And so I thought it would be great to bring you on to talk about this because I think you have some unique perspective and viewpoint. The theory is for the listeners who don't understand is, you know, you probably are a early stage SaaS company. You are, have developed some buyer persona or ideal customer profile documentation. You go run around, maybe you got a CRM, you start ingesting data things start to happen and there's no real meeting or there's no real kind of logistical opportunity for the team to get together. And it kind of turns into a bit of a nightmare because you don't. <laughs> um, and so I know us as a, a firm uh, tend to promote this very early on, but maybe just give the listeners some idea about how you guys, you know, you, you know, you and Jeff set up the sales team. How did you think about that? you know, let's bring everybody together. Let's have a Monday meeting in your company. And then you can be as descriptive as you want um, and go as deep or as high as you want in terms of just the overall thought process early on that you guys laid out. Yeah. So um, again, it all came from Jeff, right? Um, he has tremendous foresight 
um, just into so many things. And when we started the sales team, it was pretty much like clockwork. Um, from day one, it was him, myself, and um, one of the other co-founders, Nick, um, in the middle of the floor. Just yep. us three making phone calls and we would review um, different deals that were in play um, and going back and forth on what's working best. And they would just be giving me so much advice. And then when we hired um, another account executive, um, we started instituting these Monday meetings yep. um, where it was more or less a full pipeline review of what we had, um, what were the next steps and how we were going to win this business one way or another. Um, as the sales team grew, you know, we hired, um, an, an outbound group of SDRs and then, you know, more inbound people. And I actually became more specialized in lead generation itself. Obviously the, the amount of people in the room grew as well. Yeah. So when you have all of those people that are doing so many different things, it's really important that you have that baseline already when they start of this is the Monday meeting and whether we're reviewing pipeline, whether we're going through highs and lows, whether we're discussing different strategies for what's worked or hasn't worked or whether we're just doing a level set yep. on the entire organization of shifts that are taking place or how we have to refocus our efforts, um, that's where the meeting comes into play and that's that's one of its main purposes Got is it. that you have everyone in the room maybe the only time out of the week. Right? Yeah, yeah. For us now, with so many people, that Monday meeting is one of the main foundations for our entire week yep. because that will be the only time that you have the entire sales organization in one room being able to align itself for the goals of that week and that month and obviously, if necessary, the quarter. So it really comes down to what you said before, Mike, is starting that at the, at the beginning, is making it a mainstay from the beginning. Obviously. <laughs> so even if it's like two founders yeah. and with the minute you start selling something to anybody, make sure you have a institutional, let's say Monday. I mean, I'm sure that you, you hear this, this uh, maxim a lot, but something that's thrown around a lot and it was thrown around um, quite a bit in the early days of the sales team is act as if, yep. you know, act as if you are this large organization that is thriving, act as if you are this organization or, you know, this per the salesperson or individual that is providing an amazing solution that is changing the way that people conduct themselves in and outside of the workplace, you know, sure. act as if, so that's where a lot of it stems from. Got acting it. as if we were this large scale organization because we saw where we were going to go and we wanted to put the pins in place early because if you don't have those pins, things get a lot messy when you start <laughs> yeah. scaling. Yeah. All right. What's the, maybe, maybe let's go into the meeting, right? Sure. So what's, how did, how should a founder think about the agenda? What do you guys do? What are some of the kind of specifics of the actual Monday meeting? Sure. So you definitely want to, um, at least the way that we do it is we discuss, high-level company initiatives that are going on that uh, may or may not directly be affecting the sales team just so people are in the know. Um, two is we go through um, where we are in terms of numbers, whether it's sales qualified leads or, or deals or what's coming through the pipeline. Um, three is we address anything that may be lingering in the room that um, the entire group needs a process update on or just an update in general um, about things that you know may, might be transpiring on or off the phone um, that we want to make sure that we, we get people feeling to a place that you know they're comfortable and it's not a distraction for them to you know think about um, when they're doing their jobs. Right. Um, and, and another thing that we love doing and we do it every single week is training. Yep. So you have a member of each group running training. Got it. And it's considered an honor. So we have 
client services team, right? We have the account executives, um, we have the SDRs, and within SDRs, we have inbound and outbound. So we will select one person from each of those groups to discuss something, a recent strategy that they've gone through, or just a general training that they think can help the team do better in their own, in their own roles. Um, it's typically four to five people. Now we have managers doing it every week. Got it. So we, we send out um, who will be doing the trainings and who does the trainings is, is based on a few things. Um, someone that's doing very well, um, whether it is uh, based on their numbers yep. or just um, th their conduct at the company in and of itself. We, we, highly, uh, we highly praise people that are living into what we call our standards performance, which are more or less the guiding principles of our behavior in the organization day in and day out. Sure. You know, it's not any uh, fortune cookie BS. It's, it's, it's yeah. real things that we take very seriously and have guided us through the evolution of, of where we've gone over the past few years. Um, and they're, they're basically getting up in front of the room and saying, hey, here's some things that I learned or here's... It's a it's a really formal training, or they're just giving the, they're giving the audience some tips and tricks in a more casual sense. It's quality. Okay. Um, so the the more seriously people take it, and the more thought that people put into it, obviously will yield higher quality. Yep. And that's what we expect people to do. Um, it's not something where people should stroll in and then say, "Oh, I have to do training," and then yeah, just yeah. jump into some you know, random metaphor that everyone will be on board with and then clap afterwards. It's real actionable items that can help people in their roles um, or just motivate them to get after it and go after the day. Got it. All right. So that that's that third piece that you talked about. Maybe just go back to the second and the first to give the listeners some more detail. So on that second point, it's you're literally doing pipeline review with each of the different salespeople and looking at the key metrics that matter most and then looking at things like coverage ratios and where you're at in the quarter and all that kind of stuff. That's really the meat of the metric section so, or what? So it depends on what stage you're at. Yeah. Now, if we're talking about these early stage SaaS organizations that, um, that you're typically advising, then yes, most definitely doing that. But at scale, you have to specialize. Yeah. So we go through the high level, right? Company initiatives, um, things going on in sales, things that we want the entire team to focus on. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We do the training, um, and then we we discuss you know anything else that's uh, outlined. Yeah. And then after that, each team will break out ah, into I their see. own okay. rooms. Right. Yeah. So you have the account executives then going through their pipelines. Then you have lead gen going through all of our top line initiatives, yeah. um, and, and so but, forth. But in the beginning, you know, a a bit of the meeting on broad company initiatives, a bit of the meaning on training and mm -hmm. hey, someone get up and, and do a quality discussion. Mm -hmm. But but a large piece of it is run through, you know, pipeline and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And how would you coach a, a founder in terms of that pipeline piece? What are what are some of the things that you guys talk about? I mean, we hear a lot don't bring up anything that you don't have a next meeting scheduled for. Don't bring up anything that, you know, isn't going to close in 30 days or what it, do you guys have any kind of specifics around when you do these? I mean, you're now at a point where you're doing them in a, in a, uh, you know, sub pipeline review, I guess, for each different section of the sales funnel. But when you were smaller, what were the, the key things that a salesperson would need to get up there and say, you know, if they were going to, uh, add value to the meeting? Yeah, so right now I'm obviously doing this more so on the lead gen side. Um, but in terms of, you know, an account executive pipeline review, um, they're, they're more or less reviewing 
which deals they think can close in that month, yep. right? That are in commit, which are in swing, um, and figuring out a strategy for each one of those of how to get them to the next step. You know, do we need to go through procurement? Do we need to rope in um, another person who needs to sign off? You know, on the contract. Um, so they're going through each deal in detail in order to figure out how to get it to the next stage. Yep, and then. How, do and you know we do this during the final week of every month as well, Deals Week. We have a whiteboard oh, interesting. where we're, we're going through it multiple times a week. You this know, is a separate thing. Oh, this is this separate. This is closing during the deals quarter. Week. This yeah. is during Deals Week. Not close of the quarter, of the month. Of the month, okay. Yeah, every of month. The mo- of the Got month, it. man. Um, so it's either our CEO, Jeff, or our Senior Director of Sales, um, Mike, going through the whiteboard of what are in commit and which deals are in swing. And this is in front of the entire sales org on the floor. Yep. So 90 people. And everyone who has um, one of their deals up there in terms of the name of the deal and the monetary value has to speak up to what the next steps are and how it's going to close. Got it. And there's constantly things moving from swing to commit. Um, it's really fun. Everyone gets involved. Um, and it's just a really good way of r- rallying the troops and motivating everyone to get to that number. Got it. And and uh, I was going to kind of articulate that point in a, in a different way. How how collaborative are the remain is is the rest of the group? Are people saying, "Hey, I'm not sure that's going to close. It doesn't sound like you're too excited." Is it is it more, uh, you know, positive? I mean, how should a how should a company? Obviously, if you got let's say like five to ten AES or a bunch of AES and SDRs, do you ask them to get involved in everyone's kind of pipeline review? Really? Um. So not while the pipeline's happening, but. When, when people are discussing their deals, everyone's in the know at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, when you ask, is the tone positive? I mean, without a doubt, it has to be positive. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to have that mindset uh, that we are going to get there, but we have to put in a tremendous amount of work. Um, our meetings on Monday start at 7 a.m. Everyone, 7 a.m. Everyone is in the room, in our conference room, by 6.58, silent, ready to go. And the sales leaders... Uh, myself, other sales managers, again, our senior director of sales, our CEO, everyone is in a meeting at 630 every Monday. That's deep. Unequivocally, right? And what, what time does it end? So the, uh, the overall Monday the meeting? Uh, it depends how long it takes us to go through, you know, you know the Couple agenda hours? and the training. No, 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 no. Um, probably around, you know, 30 minutes, sometimes oh, longer, wow. sometimes okay. shorter. Okay. But then again, we break out into and the sub-meetings. And then you do got it. Right, right yeah. afterwards. Um, so it's constant reinforcement. And at the end of the day, a lot of it, Mike, comes down to discipline yep. um, and how we've been able to um, drive through um, and, and achieve the goals that we've set out for ourselves. Got it. All right. So we've covered, you know, the day of the meeting. We've covered the hours. We've covered the specifics. We've covered training. We've covered high level, low level, everything. Uh, bottle up three years of experience. What are some of the things you've learned or what, you know, impart some wisdom to the younger founders? Um, (laughs) Yeah, well, I've never run a company, so uh, take it for for what you will. Um, But I've been a part of an amazing one that um, is definitely for myself and anyone else who's at the company now or has been at the company, uh, a career-defining moment, without a doubt. Sure. Um, One thing that I've learned is... Getting people on the same page and very enthusiastic about a goal or the company mission is priority zero. So we didn't discuss too much on the vibe or atmosphere of these meetings, but 
they're, 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 yeah, go into that. They're, they're serious, right? <laughs> like we're, we're all here to build something that matters. We're here to build a great right. business right. that will have huge positive results um, on the world um, via for us, you know, workplace learning. Um, but the vibe is serious. You know, no one is in the back talking or anything like that. When everyone, when anyone is speaking during their training, everyone's super respectful, yep. uh, attentive, um, and just very engaged because we have that deep respect for each other as well as discipline, you know, um, aside from a host of reasons of it starting at 7am, uh, it's hard to get 90 people yeah. in one room at 7am on a Monday yeah. when you're uh, you really a rapid want growth, it. Yeah. A rapid growth SAS organization that's working so hard. And then to get everyone in a room on Monday at 7 a.m. is tough. But I'll tell you, no one is late. Yeah. No one is late. And the times that, that it happens, you know, someone is texting someone beforehand and they're in the know. Um, that's a big part of it is having everyone on the same page and really behind uh, achieving the goal and the mission of the organization. That's one of the main reasons of the meeting as well, just getting everyone on the same page and excited. So that's one of my biggest takeaways over the past three, three and a half years is make sure that you're constantly um, getting people behind the mission and excited about it and feeling um, that, that they're fulfilling part of their purpose through the work that they're doing. Um, I know it sounds a little grandiose, no. uh, it sounds a little deep, but I, I can't tell you how important it is, as well as having leaders um, from the outset that are positive and that truly care about their people and want to invest their time. Because sure. I think it'd be a little bit different if you would have um, top, top leadership, whether it's sales or something like that, say, hey, everyone below me, have a meeting at seven and I'll yeah, come in at eight wanna... and then recap. Right. No, you, you can't yeah. have that. Um, so that's one thing. Two is um, surround yourself with, with good people. Yep. Um, those who you sit next to, those who you constantly interact with will in, in part define who you are and who you become. And when you're at a SaaS organization, it is so tough. Like we all know yeah. this, right? You, you have all these uh, young founders who you're coaching, um, who are starting off their own organizations and uh, many organizations fail. Sure, sure. <laughs> we, we know that many uh, tech startups are failing nonstop and um, just, just won't make it to where they want to be. Um, but one of the most important things is surrounding yourself, whether you're an employee um, at any level with good people that will be there through the hard times that will tell you you can absolutely do it when you are the, the last person who think that you actually can. Yep. Um, so that's two. And then one more is that um, don't be afraid to speak up and ask questions. If you're working in an environment where you feel as though asking questions is frowned upon or um, bringing up new ideas will be will be critically judged in a way that will make you not want to bring them up again, you're probably in the wrong place. Yeah. Um, I tell new hires from day one, please ask as many questions as possible because number one, that's going to shorten your ramp time. Yep. Number two, it's going to make you better at what you do. And number three, you are just going to get, you are going to immerse yourself in an environment where Questioning, questioning things and, and fostering up new ideas is the norm. Sure. So please do that. And if you ever interact with anyone that makes you feel stupid for asking a question or, or makes you feel as though you shouldn't have asked one, then let us know because that's not yeah. the place that we built. What, just, just expand upon that a second. So I'm thinking Monday meeting, a lot of <laughs> young alpha salespeople, guys and gals, you know, pissed off because they had to be there at seven, but excited how do you keep it so cordial? And so, I mean, is it just the profile of the folks you hire and that's what you really need to focus on? I mean, in my, in my humble opinion, it would seem like 
I'm a, I'm a sales guy or girl and I'm got a huge quota. And so I'm going to say my shtick, but then kind of, you know, beat up on people who are not doing well type of situation. No, but maybe I, mean, I don't know. I'm no, just no, we, uh, <laughs> I, that may, <laughs> that, that other companies. Yeah. Maybe. That may be how it is in other companies. Um, but no, there's no beating up. That's just, it, it's not who we are. That's not embedded yeah. in our DNA. And that comes from two things, our hiring profile, how we hire people. Yeah. First and foremost, before anyone is, is a salesperson or, you know, an engineer or uh, a product manager is, you know, and I can only really speak for sales and me hiring people um, within sales development, but it's really across the board in that we're looking for good people. Yeah. <laughs> good good humans first and foremost um it doesn't matter how skilled you may be in one thing or another if you're not a good person to be around and if you're going to detract from what we're trying to do it's just it's just not a fit that's yeah. one and two is expectation management is letting people know that this is really hard right 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 but it's really hard for a reason because what we're trying to do um and i'm sure that many rapid growth phase uh startups can say this or just organizations in general what people are trying to do and having that large of an impact in the world is it's not normal, you know, and yeah. it's not, and it can't be easy. All right. We got about a minute 30 sure. left. You talked to me about some wow, fun it stuff. It has been uh 24 minutes, 24 here. minutes. Jeez. Um, you talked to me before we started this podcast about some of the fun things that you guys do related to the, Monday meeting. Maybe yeah. to close, could you give the listeners some food for thought about how you guys keep it exciting and fresh? Yeah. So we do a lot of fun things, I mean, in the organization. And uh, <laughs> if I if I start that, a minute and 30 is not going to be enough. But uh, one thing that um, our CEO realized after a few months of the sales team is that um, there, there's a lot of room for improvement, of yep. course, in everyone. Yep. Um, so during one of our meetings, he brought us all into a room and went through a few things um, regarding uh, stability in your workday um, and regarding stretching. Okay. So like, stre- like, like physical, physical stretching. stretching. Got it. Stretching as a means to loosen yourself up, stretching as a means to um, improve your posture so that when you're speaking, you're not crouched over and crushing your diaphragm yep. and sound sort of like this where I can't breathe anymore but learning how to breathe and speak with power. Um, and we made it an everyday thing. So 8.45 <laughs> every day, 8.45 every day, without missing a beat, we would stretch. And this went on for, this went on for a long time, at least two years. years. Yeah. At least two years, where 8.45 we would stretch every day. Um, I would typically lead the stretch. Sometimes I'd have a reprieve. Oh, you have a lead. Uh, so you could follow the lead then on the stretch. You can't just freestyle stretch. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we used to let people just dance around a little bit, but uh, to make it as efficient yeah, you as possible. Do the, yeah. Because you got to think, It's like man, a football we're, team. We're, we're, we're doing things for a reason with a purpose, but it has to be efficient. If it's 845 and you say, hey, everyone stretch for and do whatever you want, not gonna people are going to miss a 9 a.m. Yeah. call. Yeah. So um, we were doing it every day. And then as the organization scaled, um, we said, hey, let's just do this one day a week. Um, Fridays to cap the week off and give another time where the, all the sales team is together. We play music. And then during deals week, again, that final week of the month, we do it every day again. So the stretches, we'll, we'll go through a series of stretches um, to loosen up a bit. It's not really for that reason, even though, you know, it feels good. Um, but again, to get everyone on the same page, we go through um, people who have recently closed deals, achieved their goals for the month. Um, and we also do a shout out. 
where anyone in, in the circle can say one thing or, or two things about anyone that has contributed positively to the company or themselves. So it's really good for team bonding, just getting everyone on the same page. Uh, it's, it's, it's fun for sure. Um, and then afterwards, we go out there on the floor and just do our thing. I love that. All right. I think we are all out of time. Uh, so we really appreciate you coming on to the show, Mateo. Thanks for having me, Mike. Thank you for downloading this Bowery Capital Startup Sales Podcast. Bowery Capital is a business software-focused venture capital firm specializing in helping our founders build initial revenue traction. For more information, please visit us online at BoweryCap.com backslash blog.